Welcome to Diversity Champions, the podcast where we talk to thought leaders in the field of equality, inclusion and diversity, individuals with protected characteristics and their representative organisations, and public sector leaders who champion diversity in their work and personal lives. It's brought to you by Yoke Recruitment, reshaping recruitment in the public sector and not-for-profit space. Get in touch with us via the details on our website, yokerecruitment.com. This week, I'm joined by Annette Mason, Head of Talent and Diversity at Dual Cymru Welsh Water, the not-for-profit utilities provider. We talk about the EDI forum she's established at Welsh Water and the employee network groups they've subsequently set up with the input and direction of their inclusivity ambassadors. We discuss the engagement initiatives and activities they're running, such as reverse mentoring and National Inclusion Week of events, and their Be Yourself campaign. And of course, we look at the way they gain and share best practice from and with other organisations and hear Annette's top tips for other employers starting their journeys to improve diversity and inclusion. We'll post a link in the description of the podcast to the YouTube video I mentioned. It was great to catch up with Annette on a topic about which she's clearly genuinely passionate, and I hope you enjoy listening to the conversation too. So welcome to the podcast, Annette. Thank you. Morning. Good morning. Um, really pleased to to have you join us today. Um, could we kick off by you telling me a little bit about your um, your the organisation um, that you work in and uh, and, your, and your current role there? Yeah, sure. Um, so Welsh Water. Um, well, we keep uh, three million people healthy um, and safe uh, with reliable water every day. Um, so part of that is us taking away the wastewater um, to make it clean uh, before returning it um, to our rivers and the seas. So um, we serve customers um, in Wales, um, Herefordshire and some communities um, alongside the English border. border. Um, we are different, um, Welsh Water, and that's but to other water companies and energy companies. And that's because we're a not-for-profit company. Yeah. So we don't have any shareholders. So because we don't have shareholders, that means that then we can keep our bills down and we can put every single penny then that we make uh, straight back into um, looking after the, the network um, and the, the environment as well. Um, Welsh Water is made up of about three and a half thousand colleagues. Um, every single colleague um, plays a part um, in getting uh, the water to the customers' taps. So that could be through our customer experience advisors, you know, who help customers are on the phones every day talking about bills, or it could be people out there um, and blocking the pipes and looking after any leaks down to scientists who are every day out there checking, uh, doing tests on water and engineers who are um, sorting out the pipes to ensure they can uh, reach the, the customers taps. So I think, you know, with all of our um, colleagues, it's whether they're on the front line or with all the colleagues that are supporting behind the scenes, um, that everyone plays um, a vital part really in um, Welsh water. And then moving on to your second question, which was around my role. Um, well, I've been with Welsh Water for just over three years and um, I'm head of um, talent and diversity. Um, the diversity part of my role, um, has allowed me to be able to write an equality and diversity and inclusivity strategy for the company. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of this strategy was to put together um, a forum um, with inclusivity ambassadors. 
So we've done that um, and we meet monthly um, to work out our um, action plan and um, looking at different initiatives, looking at activities to engage everyone who works uh, for Welsh Water. Yeah. And I think we, we realised as as a forum that for, for real change to happen, we all needed to, to buy into this, that the value of belonging. So we've, we've encouraged that some of our ambassadors then have set up networks as well. Um, so as well as the forum, we've now got um, some groups across the business. We've got um, um, a BAME Plus network. We've got an LGBT and allies We've got a women's network they're just some of them that have really started to gather momentum um, and I think the important thing about just having the forum and the and the networks are that they create opportunities then for colleagues across the business to meet and discuss different issues that relate to equality um, and within a safe environment um, and and it also helps then support um, the ambassadors to, to come to our forum with ideas so that we can really look at um, how we can drive some change. I mean the board of great support um, and um, our execs um, they really you have to I mean you have to be has to be doesn't it it has to be top-down approach Absolutely. Um, and they really are supportive um, in helping us to just you know drive that compliance and, 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 and commitment and um, you know it's very important whether it's from senior leaders to frontline colleagues you know everyone needs to see and understand that um, their role in the in the company culture um, which um, you know we're working with um, with the forum. So um, yeah, that's the in a brief a, a brief of what my role is. Yeah. Thank you. And that's, that's a really good uh, a really good sort of introduction and, and, and picture of um, a who Welsh Water are and, and b how your your role sort of fits into that. Um, from from direct experience of, of working with Welsh Water as, as a partner, we know what a sort of diverse. Um, and a multifaceted organisation that it is, um, and and as you say that 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 top level executive um, sponsorship, board level sponsorship of uh, of the initiatives that you're putting in place and driving forward is is crucial. Um, but again, it, it it won't work unless you have the buy in and the and the participation uh, from from everybody from from ground level up. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's really interesting to see. Um, so obviously your role, as you as you mentioned, is is uh, talent talent development and uh, diversity. So um, why or or how has your role um, sort of become focused specifically on on the diversity agenda? I don't think it's focused on the diversity um, agenda. I think it's it, well, it's it, that's just part of the role, really. I mean, there is yeah. the, the the other side, the talent side, but I just think that the the diversity side of it which I've just you know <clears throat> given a little bit of an overview of is just it's a focus in in that part just because it's so important to us as a business really to ensure that we're doing the right thing and that everybody you know can be themselves when they can when they work at Welsh Water and to also to, to show to our customers how important it is yeah, I mean, yeah. For, for me, the the two go hand in hand, and so and so it, it's a nat they're natural bedfellows, as, as you say. That um, if you're looking at talent and, and growing that talent and developing that talent internally, but also externally, um, and and looking at bringing new people in, and as you say, demonstrating to your customer base that um, that you are um, an organisation that's doing the right thing and um, for the right reasons. Um, it, it, yeah, it, it naturally goes together. 
Um, you talked about um, the the networks and the forums that you have um, and how involved your people are. Um, I saw a really um, um, amazing video that, that you've got on YouTube um, about your um, about the work that you're doing and your uh, inclusivity ambassadors, some of the reverse mentoring um, that happens internally. Um, so you, you, it really comes across that that there's um, a culture and environment of of openness and, uh, and and people being involved at all levels. Um, yeah, what, are you, yeah. what are you proudest of to date, Annette, in terms of some of the achievements that you've um, you've had in this space? Oh, most proud of. There's probably there's more than one. There's so many, um, but. I think some of them are, well, one thing you mentioned was the reverse mentoring. So we've started that up and that's with some of our directors um, are involved in that. Um, and that's across, um, you know, different protected characteristics. So that's, you know, great that that's been, uh, that's starting, that's working really well. How does that um, work in practice? Um, so we just we just so the directors who are involved and then we just look at, you know, talk to colleagues in the business to see who would like some uh, be involved in reverse mentoring. You know, we go out, it's very open and people have come forward and then we've just matched people up um, and they meet um, regularly and they just, you know, have sessions and discuss things around, you know, a lot around diversity and, and working within the business and, and you know, and what we can do to always look to improve things. But yeah, it's, it's going well, going well. But we will set up more, you know, we just sort of trialled it to see how it went. But because it is working so well, we will do more of the reverse mentoring. And for those listening that perhaps haven't heard the term before or haven't, um, haven't looked at it for their own organisation, reverse mentoring, we're talking about, um, I guess, it's called reverse mentoring because rather than it being a senior member of staff mentoring uh, a more junior member of staff, it's the other way around. Um, whereas you've got a, a more junior member of staff mentoring a senior member of staff because uh, around their protected characteristic and yes. uh, and, and their um, the, the things that they see and and and, and experience um, in their day to day life. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but, but that's just one thing. So I think something that I'm really proud is, of is Inclusion Week, which was in September. So we did a whole week around uh, diversity and inclusion. Um, it's the first one that we've done um, in Welsh Water. Um, our CEO opened it, um, and which was great, which absolutely shows the buy-in from our business. And then every day that week, we focused on different protected characteristics. We had speakers in, um, we held webinars, there was quizzes. Um, the ambassadors made a video, um, which we on that video, we launched a Be Yourself campaign, mm -hmm. which is um, every, which is just really, you know, selling to everybody how important it is to be yourself in work. You can be yourself. And um, we have a logo to go with that. Um, that people can use on their email signatures and it just shows that you know if you've got that logo that you're you know you support that that everyone should be able to be themselves in work absolutely so that was a, a really great week actually and we had you know lots of our um colleagues got involved and joined webinars and and got you know listened to the, the speakers and, and joined in the quizzes so it was a really um powerful week and i think and we'll definitely be doing that again great 
Um, but yeah, and, and from that, I mean, we had so many colleagues as well, we talk about being yourself that did want to display that, you know, the logo and, you know, just to say, give, send out that message really that they support all colleagues and they encourage them to be themselves and to celebrate people's differences. Um, so that was a real, uh, something I was really proud about. Um, another thing was that we <clears throat> um, got our disability confident leader status in September. Um, okay. So we'd started that journey um, just over a year ago, really. Um, so to get leader status um, is, you know, it's a, it's a big deal, really. And within Wales, there's not that many companies. There's only like four companies that have this status that aren't government bodies. Um, so we, I think we did really well. And we worked with a company um, called Legacy on that. And, you know, they were, you know, really great at helping us there. Uh, look at you know you know put together really and, and showcase some of the great stuff that we really do and um, so i think so, so a couple of things yeah yeah i'm really really interested that we're, we're a disability confident employer but um but as you say to have that um that lead um leader status um and, and accreditation um can you talk to me a little bit about some of the um, things that you've um, had to demonstrate or perhaps some of the changes you've had to introduce um, to, to, to achieve that? Yeah, I think it's just, it's more, I think with leader status, it's just some of the things that we've done, which, you know, around, you know, supporting people um, with uh, disabilities in the business. It's also about going out there and talking to other people about it and what they could do. Mm -hmm. So we have, you know, different partners that we work with um, in Welsh Water. So it's about sharing that with them. And, you know, and getting them to sort of look at what they do and um, and also, you know, see what changes they can make so they can become disability confident. Not, they don't have to be leaders, but just to be, you know, disability confident. So I think it's it's not just about what we do in the business. It's also about what we do, you know, how we share that with other people and get them to, uh, you know, be part of that and see what they can do. Fantastic. Yeah, Legacy um, International Organisation, we know well uh, as well. They, they do great work there. Um, what do you see as, as being the the biggest remaining challenges um, that, that you face, Annette, uh, in terms of removing barriers, increasing um, diversity and inclusion um, internally? Um, I think um, I, I probably like lots of other companies, what we're really trying to improve is the diversity of our workforce across all the protected characteristics mm -hmm. um, and ensuring um, social mobility, because just so we reflect our customer base. Um, and we know that won't happen overnight, um, but we just need to keep looking how we can attract new talent um, into our business and, and, you know, demonstrate to people that, you know, Welsh Water is a great place to work and, you know, you really can just be yourself uh, when you work here. I mean, things that we've done to try um, and support that, we've looked at the, um, the language on our adverts and on our job descriptions. Um, we've also got this tool um, on our career website, which is uh, fantastic, called Resite. So um, this allows customers to customise the website in the way that works best for them. So you could change the font, you know, the colour, you can change the language, um, magnify words, or you can get the text to be read to you, just to help anybody really, you know, that's looking to apply for work with us. So they can really understand what, you know, Welsh Water's about if they find it difficult um, to um, understand some of the information on our website. So th this just really makes 
everything on our career website accessible to everybody what you know whatever their protected characteristic is so i think that's it's a really great tool um, we've also got guaranteed interviews. So if you meet the skill criteria, we will guarantee an interview for underrepresented groups in our organisation, um, such as BAME and disability. Um, and we're also, um, you know, advertising our roles. We know we do career events. I mean, that's been a bit more difficult this year um, with the situation as everything's online. Of course. Um, and there hasn't been as much um, to do, but we're still, you know, we're still carrying on doing that. And I think learning from others, you know, we talk to other organisations. Um, we've, you know, as part of our group as well with the, with the diversity ambassadors, you know, we're always learning from others. You know, what are you doing? that we could do um, to make it, you know, so that we can be better at what we're doing. But it's it's a, you know, it's going to take time, but it's something that we really are passionate about, about, you know, we really want to improve the diversity of our workforce. Yeah, I mean, that's evident both in in terms of, you know, how, how you're talking about it, Annette, but also clearly in, in the uh, in the steps you've already taken and the and the the initiatives you've introduced. Um, you, you mentioned that um, obviously the, the restrictions over the last 12 months um, in terms of um, lockdown and uh, and COVID have have put on uh, on your ability to deliver some of the um, projects or programs that you you have in the past. Have there been any on the flip side? I, I know anecdotally when we've been speaking to um, to some employers, they're talking about some of the some of the positive um i suppose uh, impact or or results of of us being um forced to work from home um in in terms of diversity and inclusion and actually um refocusing um the fact that people can work flexibly and in a way um go forward and, and perhaps that has a positive impact on um on the audience that you're able to tap into for uh, for recruitment yeah, it, yeah. It, I mean, I think, uh, you know, with what's happened, it has demonstrated that, you know, we can, you know, all work differently, which, you know, I, I think, you know, is sort of opened um, our eyes, but not just our eyes. I think it's opened it in lots of businesses that, you know, we can really be reproductive by working in a different way, which means that we can, I think, you know, make it more attractive for, 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 for everybody where things may have been more difficult before for some people, or they might have thought, seen it as a barrier to join. I think, you know, we, yes, we can be more flexible um, because we know we can do it in a different way than we did before. Um, but I think we've always been open for anybody to join uh, Welsh Water. You know, we've, we'd, we'd always, you know, ensure that we there aren't barriers there. We try and right. take anything. If anybody thought there was, we'd try and remove those. Um, you, you know, so I don't, although we, it's opened our eyes to a different way of working, I don't know how, what the, if it's had a huge impact on uh, how we feel about, um, you know, diversity and inclusivity and, you know, and what, who we want to come and work for us. Yeah, absolutely. No, that makes sense. So what's next on your action plan, Annette? Yeah, um, well, there's a couple of things. I think one we've got, I've talked about, we've got our um, 
forum with our inclusivity ambassadors yes. and we've also now got an I think group um, um, which is just focused on equality and diversity as well okay. and that's chaired by one of our directors so what that's enabled us to do is to then start to gather feedback from more colleagues from around the, the, the business and we've put together some task and finish activities um, so that's that gives another sort of uh, look at, the, at it from a different angle, really, um, from the group, the other group. And it just really helps us to drive some of our initiatives through. Um, but also just continuing with our EDI action plan. You know, we've got a plan and um, some things we'll be able to do are going to be quicker to do. Other things are going to take us longer. Um, but it's just really just to continue working on the plan and um, always doing um, events in the business around diversity to keep it, you know, alive and to, to in the organisation and, and to keep everybody playing their part. Um, because, it, you know, although we've got a group, it's everybody's uh, has a part to play in um, in inclusivity and diversity. Absolutely. And what it sounds like you're, you're, you're doing there, which is critical, is actually putting tangible action points and tangible um, result-focused um, programmes and projects in place so that it's not just talk, um, it's not just a nice idea, it's not just uh, a badge that you're um, that you're wearing, um, you're, you're living and breathing um, the the initiatives and living and breathing that 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 diverse and inclusive culture. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, every every week, you know, we are sending, you know, we're talking about stuff to do around this and looking at what our action plan. I mean, and we have, um, you know, a comms which go, you know, that goes out to all of the business. And, you know, within that, everyone that goes out with there's something to do with equality and diversity. And, you know, whether it's a story from a colleague, you know, or, or whether it's just some event or something that we're offering that people can join, you know, it really is something that we do continually and think about in Welsh water which is important so that it just becomes a natural part of the conversation doesn't it and yeah um, and, and I, I saw um on, on that video I mentioned earlier um, one of the colleagues talking about um you know for the first time in a long time feeling comfortable to talk about mental health openly in work for example um and uh, and uh, colleagues of another person um taking the burden of workload um during Ramadan that he was observing um and and as you say by by just drip feeding um, this agenda into every communication and every touch point. It means that it becomes natural and and not a taboo um, or not uh, not something that, that is a forced conversation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that particular colleague did a, a webinar and talked about his story, so anybody in the organisation could join the webinar and listen and ask him questions. So we've got some great colleagues that are really you know part of this and you know sharing their stories is um i think that's a really powerful way to get things across to everybody to ensure that you know we're all playing you know playing the part and, and we're ensuring that people can be themselves you know at work 100 percent um you mentioned um when you were talking about um being a disability confidence leader, um, so sharing best practice and, and, and sharing ideas with with other organisations um, and other employers. Um, it's one of the key um, focuses of, of the podcast is uh, is sharing top tips with other organisations who might be starting their um, their journey into improving uh, diversity and inclusion internally um, in their own organisations. What would be your top tips for for other employers? Um, 
a few I think I mean one is to talk to other organizations you know like I've said we have and we you know we we've gained an awful lot from listening to to others and listen to and to the great stuff that they do um, and we're always happy as well to share um every anything that we do if you know if we can be of um any help to any other organization that's uh looking at what they're going to be doing around this area um but i think focus on key activities you know don't just that you could look at it and there is an all there might be an awful lot to do we'll just put it into a plan and focus on you know what could you do that could make a difference you know quickly and what what's the longer term plan as well and just have some focus on some of those key activities um, and um, I think another tip from me would to be communicate with the whole organisation. You know, this isn't just about a group of people being able to, you know, do this on their own. You've got to communicate uh, with everybody. You've got to invite other people to be involved, you know, so that you can share the stories uh, with from colleagues around the business. I think stories you know really do make a difference and people can then see that it's real and how important it is so i think you can't do it on your own so you do have to really communicate um with everybody else and share the activities that you're doing and what your key focuses are so everybody knows you know what you know what the organization is trying to achieve i think that's you know so a really important thing for me absolutely brilliant tips um Thank you very much, Annette. Um, Annette, I've, I've really enjoyed our conversation today. Um, thank you so much for your time. That's great. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Diversity Champions from Yoke Recruitment. You can find out more about the work our dedicated public sector and not-for-profit division does in supporting organisations across the UK to fulfil their recruitment needs at our website, yokerecruitment.com. If you'd like us to cover a particular topic, or be involved as a guest on a future episode, we'd love to hear from you.